This is episode 103 of the Auto What Podcast. I'm Amon Bashir. With me is Keegan On and Rob Attrell. We're the hosts of this show where we interview somebody different. Not always somebody different because this time we have a repeat guest, I guess. But somebody from around Ottawa. Here's yeah. Damien Brooms. Damien, you were on episode 15. Episode 15? Yeah. Almost 100 episodes later, yeah. here you are again. How's it going? I Well, I feel like... It almost took a, a hundred episodes for me to get to episode fifteen. Yeah, it did. Teasing, <laughs> like having me on. It's I was true. the Matt Damon of of Ottawa. If we were the Jimmy Kimmel, and yeah. we if and we had Jimmy no Kimmel. guests, we were like scrambling every week. We're like, <laughs> yeah. we can't You're use just Damon. Trying yet. not to use me. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, it's good to be back. I legit thought it was longer than fifteen episodes. Me too. It felt like yeah, really it felt long time. Really long. But I guess fifteen weeks. It's is, like yeah, it's like four months. Is is a yeah, almost a hundred. It's yeah. It's almost like it would have been really cool if we waited and had him on for episode 150 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but i i am a, right. do i i'm Maybe a changed man do i count as a different as a different person how are told you I'm, di- I'm different oh do you have a moniker he's, he's grown he's grown i mean I've we've grown. all grown nope you know, keegan hasn't things have happened to me in my life <laughs> oh, that's it well, that's well, what we're and, here to talk about, to And be that's honest. it. We're, we're here to talk about some of the things, uh, uh, you know, different than what we talked about before, because you do have some updates, uh, including, uh, uh, you know, you're releasing an EP this week. That is which correct. Is, which is big. So yeah. I want to talk about, you know, a bunch of stuff, a bunch of the changes that are happening. But first, let's mm. go to the beer. What are we drinking, Rob? Yeah, we're drinking a beer from Muskoka Brewery this week. And this beer is called Kirby's Kolsch. We were having a conversation right before we started. Uh, I'm not sure exactly why it's called Kirby's Kolsch because it is apparently it it's, it was created in honor of uh, the late friend of the Brewers, the Muskoka Brewers, uh, Kirk Evans, and apparently he he loved this like a Kolsch type of beer. It's a crisp, refreshing. It's got some peach flavor apparently, hmm. and uh, so they they made this beer in his honor. Uh, I, I'm not sure it doesn't say how he died, but they did this to honor him. So uh, it says easy drinking. Does that uh, does that hold up? Yeah, it's um, it's it's very light, very very light beer. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I don't get as much of the the peach as as I uh, as I was expecting when I went to the LCBO to buy this. I was thinking of you, Damien, because I know you're not much of a beer drinker. Right, you're not a beer drinker at all, arguably. That is correct. Uh, so I thought I'd find the, the <clears throat> easiest type of thing I can find that we didn't already have on the show, where we haven't already had. Yeah, so yeah. what do you think? Uh, I think it's good as a non beer drinker i think it's pretty easy to you know it goes down pretty smooth um could you finish a tall boy of it i could not you but could not. i i couldn't finish a tall boy boy of like steam whistle if right. you hmm. asked me to i probably okay. wouldn't be able to do it okay i just don't know i don't know i yeah, just yeah. never got into drinking beer or like various other types of alcohol what about a tall boy of lug tread, though? Ooh. Ah, I got to be honest. I don't even know what that is. Bose, okay, just the, like the, the standard Bose, yeah, Bose house beer. Yeah. But so this beer to me strikes as I, I'm the kind of person that when I was in second year, like the first kind of time you could legally drink in Ontario, and I started off on coolers because I. I didn't like. I had, oh, I had no, no self-respect. I didn't do it like a bro. Like it wasn't smart off ice. I was talking like full on. Well, do bros do coolers though? Is yeah, that is it, that what bros do? Smirnoff ice is huge. Mm. Also, like I, I think like yeah, sixteen-year-old girls. Year from, Rob. Definitely yeah. sixteen-year-old girls. Like sixteen-year-old girls who like but, are underage drinking do so. I got maybe in Alberta. I, I started with coolers. But the thing is, <laughs> as I, I have no shame about this. They were delicious. They were no, so should, good. You should be ashamed. This is no, no, no. <laughs> I've I've grown up and my beer taste has become refined, but this strikes me as just kind of a less sweet version of a of a cooler because it does have like it has kind of not a strong sweet peach, but it's got the kind of bland not bland but like <laughs> mellow peach undertones. Okay. That that's what I taste. I I kind of take get that kind of spring summer fruity taste. I'm with them. Okay. Like I don't taste any. Pe- I taste some fruitiness. But I don't. I wouldn't say that it's peach. Specifically like it, peach. If if yeah. I licked or like washed all the sugar off a of fuzzy peach i think it would taste pretty similar to this how often do you do that i don't think i've that's ever the only that. way you gotta oh. eat it uh, i guess yeah, what would be <laughs> left? all the sugar off yeah. and then you <laughs> well <laughs> yeah. all right anyway we're gonna be drinking that for <laughs> the episode good, i mean in the, in the summer like we're going through a heat wave right now it's Absolutely. this would be a great thing to have on a patio well, let's would. go to a patio after this great all right that that. Sa- that went as well 
as it could have having a guest that does not drink beer. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's move on to something that uh, you know a bit more about. Okay. Uh, so uh, just we're not going to go into normally we talk about a person's you know background in terms of where they're from, uh, uh, how they got to where they are. In the last episode, and I listened to it earlier today, uh, you talked a lot about your work uh, and, and the work not Micronutrient uh, Initiative does, and that's where you work. Uh, you talked a lot about the inception of the band Sons of Pluto, which mm. has been going strong for, for five, almost six years now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about your involvement with youth group and your church. Uh, what's, what's the church again, sorry? The New Apostolic Church. That's right. So this time, uh, you know, if anybody's interested, go to episode 15. We go really in-depth with that. We'll cover some of it here. But uh, the biggest update, which I just want to hear about, is the EP. Let's let's talk about the EP. Brian Lee was on uh, a couple, couple months, months ago, ago yep. uh, who's one of your bandmates and right. friend of the show as well. And he talked about the process during the record like as you're recording what the process was like now you finish recording now you have a release party this friday so just speak to the recording process first and foremost and then we'll we'll talk about the rest all right well uh the recording process the whole thing has been really great um we it was the first time that we had actually stepped into like a bona fide recording studio um Previous to that, it was just like in people's basements, like friends who had kind of slapped things together. And uh, it was pretty rough, rough cuts of of our songs. But we finally amassed enough sort of money through gigging and whatnot to uh, to be able to afford uh, at least four songs on a on an EP. So uh, it's an EP that's coming out this Friday. It stands for extended play as opposed to a long play, which would be like a full length album. Um, so we went into the recording studio back in February, uh, early February, um, recorded with, uh, Dean Watson at gallery studios, which is just in the Glebe here in Ottawa on fifth Ave. Um, he actually rents out part of a church, um, which is very interesting considering the acoustics that churches usually have. So churches usually made of like stone and wood and those are really cool for the acoustics of recording anything. Um, and so yeah, went there, did it for a weekend and then a couple of days after that, um, and hung out. It was basically, uh, it, for me personally, it was like being in, and I've posted this on Facebook, like a musical playground. Like it was just, you had free reign. Dean Watson is a fantastic guy, fantastic producer, lets you do basically whatever you want to do. He doesn't, kind of interfere with the process of developing the song or anything like that, especially since we had been playing them for so long, the songs have been, they've had their own identity. And so, uh, he let us do our thing and then kind of jumped in to add certain aspects when needed. Um, but it was fun and it was really, I think he was the perfect guy to go with for our first time because he was just so supportive, kept everything really light, really positive. And so it was a really, uh, really fun experience. Um, but really exhaustive as yeah. well. But I was having fun the entire time, like some really late nights. Yeah. Um, and it, uh, and it yeah. takes a while, right? Because you do your <clears throat> tracks individually. Is that how, like each instrument? So it was kind of different. Uh, a couple things happened differently. Um, Dean, usually what would happen is you would have the drummer play first to a click track which is just basically something that is going off in the drummer's ear to tell, give some indication of the tempo so that he doesn't speed, he or she doesn't speed up or slow down. And so once you record that, the recording the drums is one of the most complicated parts, setting it up, miking it properly and then recording it. Once you record that, sometimes you would have, you know, people put their layers on and then maybe the singer would go last and, and do the vocals on top of everything else. But, for us and for me in particular, I really wanted, because we've been playing live for so long and we, we've kind of gotten accustomed to being a live band, I think we wanted something representative of our live sound. Mm-hmm. So what we did was we just, we lay all the bed tracks, which is basically the basic tracks, 
uh, if we had to go over anything um, over top of anything and make it sort of better or more robust or what have you than we did that after. But we all played in a room together oh, cool. and we just played them live without a click track, which is really, really risky mm. because then you run the risk of people slowing up, speeding down or slowing down and speeding up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so so that was, uh, but it was also, it was, I think the riskier way to go, but also the fastest and more efficient oh, way to go. Really? And we didn't have as much time. Like we had basically a weekend to do this. Mm-hmm. So we just got all in a room and we just played together uh, like we were playing live. And I think, I think it goes over well on the recording when you hear it. Um, it doesn't sound too rigid. It sounds like we do when we play live. Mm-hmm. So, how many yeah. times do you think you played each song during that weekend? Um, for the bed tracks where we were all playing in one room, I would probably say an average of like three times or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got it in like three, maybe four takes. So not too long. Actually, Dean had made a comment that he was surprised it was going so fast, <laughs> but it was because we've just been playing these songs for a long time. Yeah. We just haven't recorded them. So, yeah. well, you t- you talk about it being fast, but the recording process is, I mean, fast is a very relative term, right? Yes, absolutely. So, can you speak to you know beginning to end how much time you think you put in to do the the four songs? Well, we locked ourselves. We we came in on a Friday night to set up so that Saturday morning we can more or less just plug in and play. Uh, so that Friday night probably took a couple hours to just set up. Um, probably more than a couple hours, um, maybe three hours, because Dean also set up the drums and the mics. And like I said before, that's the hardest, the most time-consuming in terms of setting up is setting up the mics for the drums. Um, and then Saturday, we came in around 7 a.m., 8 a.m., and we were there till about 3.30 uh, because Dean was turning 40 and his wife was forcing him to have a 40th birthday party. And he like told her and pleaded with her that he'd like, he has to do work with this band. And so she, but she was like, Nope, people are coming in from out of town. Yep. And so he had, he basically was being called home at three 30. So we had to stop. And then the Sunday afternoon we came back. So that was probably a couple, a few more hours. Um, And then just in weeks after that, we, uh, like on a Thursday, I think after that, we were there for like six hours or something like that. And, and then, uh, and then we did the mixing and everything. So we just sat in a room and asked Dean to do certain things, make this part louder or this part, um, put an effect on it and, each mixing part took between four and six hours. I remember like meeting up at six and being done at like 12 and that's on one song. Like it was like four to six hours on one song to mix. And we were just sitting there in a room. Um, and in some cases we added layers on top or, you know, re-recorded certain parts and that kind of thing. Um, when I laid down the vocals for all the songs that I did vocals on, um, it was pretty late at night. So I really had to keep myself energized. Like, um, so I would actually like jump up and down in this, in the studio or like move around or like dance while I was singing to try and like keep my energy level up. Cause again, I wanted to keep it as close to live as possible. And when we play live, I get really excited. So it was kind of weird to be just in a box isolated from the rest of the band and trying to like convey all the emotion into this like microphone. Um, but, uh, I tried to keep myself going by, by doing that, but it was some pretty late, late nights for Imagine. sure. Yeah. So hours, hours upon hours, I would say, I would say maybe like 10 to 12 hours for one song or something like that is what we might've spent or for even, recording and mixing. Yeah. I okay. would say, I would say so. Yikes. On average. All right. Well, I mean, that, that's great. Yeah. yeah. You talked about, uh, uh, how this was in a church, which seems a bit unconventional. Yeah. But yeah. why why is it? Do you know? Why why does Dean work out of a church? He just I think that's just where he found the space okay. when he was looking for a recording studio to build. Um I think the church was running out some some uh, some, some space and uh he he took it and his dream is to take over the entire <laughs> Like half of the church yeah, or something yeah. <laughs> like that. Cause even sometimes in the, in the main like sort of gallery area that we recorded all our bed tracks in, um, 
sometimes we'd be downstairs in his sort of lair that he has where he has like the booths and, and his own like control room. We would hear people upstairs and it was like the church they were doing stuff. So he doesn't even like, I think he, I think the spot that he has like upstairs with the piano and everything in it, I don't think he even has that full time. Like, so his, his, ah. his goal is to take it over, um, whenever he can. Cause I think they do like classes and stuff like that. There's like a Christian college that does classes there on certain nights. Sure. So uh, he's just, I think it's just where he set up shop and, and, um, uh, and found the space to do it. Makes sense. Yeah. And, uh, okay. So, so now, you know, all the recording is done and, uh, uh, just for those who didn't catch it, uh, this this all spurred from a gig you had at a was it a movie release or was it a? It was a fundraiser for an indie movie, right? Being uh, that was written by some Ottawa um, filmmakers and uh, was being uh, filmed in Ottawa uh, by some local actors, and they did a fundraiser for it. And I'm not exactly sure how we got that gig but <laughs> i don't remember but we were obviously very very grateful to to have it and um and we met some people there that were just really 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 great really nice um and we're actually going to uh be doing uh uh parts of their wedding actually uh later on this this year um they were super super nice super super appreciative and wanted to get us in touch with this guy, this local musician named Dominic Darcy, um, who had some prominence in, in Ottawa and actually was responsible for mentoring Alanis Morissette, um, before she hit it big. Um, so his, this guy's father, the guy at the show, his father knew Dominic Darcy and, and so he knew Dominic Darcy and, uh, and so he connected us and, you know, Dominic came and they saw, he saw us play and he really liked what he saw. And he said, okay, I'm going to try and put you in contact with these people, certain people. And one of them was Dean Watson from Gallery Studios. And so Dean was kind enough to, um, Dominic set up, set it up that we would go and visit Dean. And he was kind enough to take time out of his evening to just show us around the studio and just say, you know, this is this. And if you came in, like, this is what we would do. This is how we would approach it. And, uh, so Dean took some time to do that, which was really, really nice of him. And, uh, then we tentatively booked with him. We said, you know, maybe sometime in the fall or winter, we'll, we'll come by and we'll record something. And once we had enough, uh, money from gigging, we, we laid it all down. It was good. That's, that's an interesting thing yeah. in itself is that you didn't need to pour any money out of your own pockets, right? Like, like, uh, right. you, you made a point that you were in the black just from gigging. Yeah. Which is interesting. Which it probably, uh, contributes to why it took so long yeah, to do this. For sure. well, of course it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, so our philosophy in the band is that we don't, none of us, uh, ha gained financially on a personal level from being in the band. And so any money we make as a band goes into this band fund or this like one big pot of money that we use then to reinvest in ourselves, uh, later on. So, um, things like, uh, promotional material or recording or renting equipment, like sound equipment and stuff like that. And that way we just make sure that we aren't spending our own money on, on the band as much as possible. But if someone needs to get a new instrument or repair their instrument or what have you, then that's their own cost. But, right. um, things that, uh, benefit the band as a whole, then, then yeah, that's what, so it took, it took some time to get enough money, but we got enough money and, and, and we did it. So nice. Yeah. Not bad. And, uh, before we cut to a segment, uh, Ugh. just the last piece is, uh, Keegan's afraid. I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm ready many, to this, go. How many times have you done this, man? It's, it's like, dude, like <laughs> literally 103 times. Yeah. Um, can you speak to the finishing process of an EP? You have the tracks. Yep. Now what? So we recorded, we laid the tracks down in the most basic form. Um, I think we were all really happy with that as it was. We were so ignorant at the time, I guess, because <laughs> we just thought, because we were listening to it in Dean's um, control room and he has some really nice speakers. And so he would play it back and we were like, wow, that sounds really great. 
And so that was kind of right after we had finished. We'd never heard our songs like that before, right? Yeah. It sounded like a legitimate band playing legitimate songs. And <laughs> so which you are. <laughs> it's just really it's just really crazy to sure. to hear yourself that way. Sure. Um and so then then we sat with Dean and we mixed and like I said it was 4 to 6 hours I would say per song just mixing. So then you would just then you would layer stuff on top you would uh like do another guitar track uh do uh another piano track fix some things up and then he would we would go through certain parts and we we would listen to it and then we would say okay Dean it'd be great if you added some more reverb here or kind of faded this in or out here um so that's what we were doing and we just just sat on a couch eating like gummy bears or something and just like nice. fuel uh, for the brain as we were doing this. Um, so that took a lot of time and it, it was deceptively a long time per song. We thought like, Oh, this song is not too complicated. It's going to take like an hour. And then it ended up taking like six hours. And so once that was done, then we, um, we are all, all happy with that. Then we sent it to mastering. And so, when someone does mastering, they basically have to take a much more fine-tuned ear to the music, make sure that things sound really crystal clear, um, that all the right parts are coming out properly, um, and they just basically polish up the music. So we sent it into mastering, and um, this really great guy named Jay Fee, and uh, he did it in a, uh, a short amount of time. And and I mean, a couple of you guys know, like when he sent back what he sent back, it sounded really good. Yeah, like yeah. it sounded like the best that I've ever heard our songs. So then what we did was then we sent it, all those, the mastered completed files um, to this place in Toronto called Indie Pool. And what they do is they do a lot of great things for artists, but among those things is um, they will print print your CDs and your CD cases and they'll package them up, package them up for you if you want. Um, so we had to give them. We designed an album cover um, and the back. Thank you very much, Rob. And uh, the CD itself uh, has a certain like um, image on it as well. And so we designed that with their template. Send that to them as well as the files. And they burn all the CDs. They print out the packaging and then they ship it to to you and it is on its way to ottawa as we speak oh um, yeah and so it should be here uh tomorrow and uh and then that's it you have it you have the good stuff. Have the album that's huge yeah so it's a lot like i said we started in february and it is now june so yeah it took a while yep. um well, considering you guys all work full time jobs, or, or, or yeah. you're engaged in some something full time, somebody's yeah. in school, I think, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's amazing. Yeah, but <laughs> it was it was just really great insight into like a lot of artists come out with a with an album, and I don't know. I think instinctively we think it's sort of instantaneous. That yeah, they just, like they just did it. Yeah, they just did it, and, yeah, then, yeah. Just did it yeah. and it, but it's it's a long process and I'm just really happy for other people to hear it because you get into a bubble, right? Like you don't know if your songs are actually good or, mm-hmm. or if people are going to like it, but it's going to be good to sort of see it out into the world and see what, what comes back, see if people enjoy it. Um, and, and you're kind of like chained to it until it's free and then you can sort of support it and then move on to other things. But right now for the band, it's basically been all about this EP. So really excited to have it out. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. And with that, let's go to the segment. Uh, what are you doing right now, uh, Keegan? Classic it's Ottawa? It's time for Classic uh, Ottawa, uh, Ottawa's only source for news. Here we oh go. Oh, my God. We, we can adjust volume, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, our, that's our new tag, Ottawa's only source. Literally, Ottawa's only source for news. What do you think of that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Six, City of Ottawa staff were fired as a result of a series of fraud and waste investigations last week. One of the crimes included a $68 theft from a city facility, which is estimated to be one-tenth of the cost of the entire investigation. <laughs> Cut joke there. <laughs> I'm skipping over some. The LRT tunnel work is set to resume this week after the recent sinkhole flooding on Rideau Street. Drivers are now gambling on insurance payouts from the next sinkhole. <laughs> <laughs> Damien, were you affected at all by the sinkhole? I was not affected. I was I was affected in 
in a in a way in in which I was I was just like really I don't know amused by it. I thought it was really funny because there was a lot of great photoshopping done as well. That was really funny, and I don't think anybody got hurt. So it's. It's that, not that one too, guy's the van guy's the crying. van and the van oh, yeah. will stay there yes. as a relic now <laughs> hundreds of years from now they will find that van yeah and wonder what we uh, were thinking yeah yeah because i'm sure he has like random stuff in the van as well, he well. Was a locksmith so like it was a company van there was it was full of like locksmith equipment he was, oh, was all right he was doing a job at chapters or or somewhere in that mm. area <laughs> but he, so mu- he was actually parked he was allowed to be parked he there. was allowed to be parked there and then what are these ancient tools <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's what would be funny uh, an ottawa man is selling his star wars themed home in carp the dome-shaped residence is drawing crowds during its open house but is yet to attract what the man is really going for a lady (laughs) (laughs) poor guy (laughs) Uh, and that could be because he has a star wars house or could be because he lives in carp yeah (laughs) double burn yeah yeah uh and finally the head of ottawa sports and entertainment group apologized to ufc fans for the lack of air conditioning on saturday night which was at the ufc event fans called the act the most barbaric thing they've ever experienced. <laughs> uh, that was the news. Yeah. All right. Apparently, yeah. it got really. Uh, apparently, people were super mad about yeah. oh, uh, yeah. TV place and people. Got, people left early, right? Like they yeah, were. Yeah. They were super uncomfortable, and yeah, people got hot. This yeah. was Saturday, and Saturday was hot. Saturday yeah. was hot. It was Anyways. really hot. Can you imagine all those? That's people? the worst wow. day. Well, they apparently had three major, like three big AC units running, but they they have five. Just the other two aren't up and running yet. Okay. So for the next big event they're doing, which I forget what it is actually, uh, they'll, they'll have them already. But uh, I yeah. wonder, I wonder how the fighters felt because like they're actually <laughs> they fighting and it's like super hot. Yeah, yeah. I but I don't know. But like. If they produce more sweat because it's so hot, like yeah. that affects the fight, right? For sure. Well, yeah. I think the bigger issue was in the nosebleeds. Oh, yeah. Uh, those you mean like the, the fighters had nosebleeds? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. That's definitely what okay. I mean. Nope. Yeah, because he, t- he the heat would rise and just stay right up at the top. Exactly. Yeah. So they, they that really miserable. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's really uh, terrible. When when I go to the gym and we don't have air conditioning in my gym, and so yeah. when it's super hot, I do I find it very uh, like extra draining. Yeah. Mm. Doing any kind of physical just physical lay on the activity. floor, lay yeah, flat, area. It's mentally stay as exhausting. low as possible. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's definitely worth. That's what you want to do in jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> lie on the floor, prone. <laughs> just trying to survive. Um, All right. Uh, so, uh, sort of continuing down a music trend, but away from the band. Hmm. Uh, you had some sort of indiv- individual uh, musical experiences. In that you uh, had a at least one huge addition, but do you want to talk about sort of your personal endeavors? Yeah, I've had many musical experiences yep. in my life. Uh, musical, Mister Amon Bashir, literally musical, literally musicals. I no, okay. So I had, <laughs> I, had, I had spoken about this actually on uh, feedback, yeah. which is uh, was it sister sister podcast or. Yeah, Co- cousin know. podcast. Distant Never cousin. heard of it. <laughs> a very distant cousin. <laughs> the inbred cousin. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've spoken about this on feedback, but um, this year in uh, uh, January, I went to an open casting call in Toronto. Uh, it was Disney Broadway that was casting for um, Aladdin and Lion King, and so I just went. About three hundred people that. Uh, that went there, um, and uh, they—they, they, I guess, were expecting less people. But uh, so you were supposed to prepare thirty seconds of audition material. Then, when they saw how many people there were, they were like, "Okay, no, you have to cut it down to fifteen seconds of audition wow. material." Oh, wow! So, so they—we had to impress them in fifteen seconds, um, and so stayed there uh, for a few hours, auditioned felt good i was down there also to see one of my favorite bands muse um so uh we we saw the the band play on saturday night and we were gonna have brunch and then head back up to ottawa on the sunday morning and on my way to brunch i get an email saying that they uh want me to come back the next day to audition specifically for the part of the genie in aladdin now i was driving my car and i had brian actually uh uh, former guest and fellow bandmate yeah. read out the email to me and I thought I was going to crash the car <laughs> because I was so 
so very uh, shocked. And so I went back and I, they gave me some specific um, information, some music and some sides, uh, some lines that I had to uh, memorize. And so I did that the next day. They also made me dance. That didn't go as well as I would have hoped. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I I just I felt good about having a callback for Broadway and as Disney Broadway at that. Like mm-hmm. Disney is like a huge corporation on the earth. So yeah. it was really great to, to be called back for that. And didn't hear anything about that for months. And then randomly in March, got a call at work um, and they... They said, uh, hi, is this, is this, uh, Damien Brooms? And I said, yes, it is. And, uh, the girl said, we want to confirm your audition tomorrow in New York City. And what? I was like, what <laughs> audition in New York City? And she's like, didn't you get our email like two days ago? We sent it to you. And what the way, what happened was they, I have, um, numbers in my, email address and they forgot to put the numbers in the email address. Uh, So they sent it to the wrong email address. So luckily they called to confirm and they wanted me, this was about 4 PM on a Thursday in March. They wanted me to be in New York at three 45 on a Friday on the, on the next day. So they sent me my audition material. (laughs) I went home and I promptly like got ready. I booked a hotel. My boss was kind enough to use her aeroplan points to pay for my way there. That's great. Yeah. It was really, really nice. Um, because I, I had to buy a one way ticket cause I didn't know when I was going to come back when they were going to need me. Mm-hmm. So buying a one way ticket to New York was felt pretty cool. Yeah. That's a bucket list. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so I went home, I prepped my material, got up early the next morning and got on a plane, and went, went to New York. Um, Got into the hotel maybe around 8.30. I slept for a few hours. Uh, and then I woke up and I prepped the material. And uh, I got a hotel that was only a couple blocks away from where I was doing the audition. Go to the audition. And there are at least three other guys that look almost exactly like me. <laughs> <laughs> like It was like the Twilight Zone. Like I didn't know what was happening. Like a bunch of bizarro Damians. And... Uh, <laughs> And so uh, I think I went third out of four of us um, and uh, went in there, did my lines, did my songs, and they seemed really, really pleased. And uh, then they uh, they said, okay, thank you so much for coming, and especially how, from How Ottawa. long were you actually, from the time you stepped in front of the audition yeah. panel yeah. to being out the door, how long was that? I Honestly, Rob, I would say, I would say it had to have been maybe Five to seven minutes. Yeah. Wow. Of being in, so all of that, all yeah, of that yeah, traveling, yeah. everything for five to seven minutes. But it's five to seven minutes oh, of no, being I'm in not, front of Broadway casting. It's just directors. crazy that that yeah. happens. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. crazy. And I felt crazy for doing it, but also I would feel. You do really, it tomorrow. I would do it again. Yeah. I would do it again. Yeah. It was super fun. And they seemed really pleased. Uh, they didn't end up taking me. And I think maybe part of the reason was that they, they needed someone to start that Monday. Like, so I auditioned on the Friday. They needed someone who could be in rehearsal, like from that Monday, because I needed to replace someone, I guess, who had left unexpectedly. So I felt really honored that they called me, um, knowing that I'm from Ottawa and I'm not even like a professional theater. Like I Mm -hmm. could tell that the other guys auditioning were professionals. Like this is what they did. Right. Um, so I just felt really honored to even be considered. And, uh, it's something that I'll remember for the rest of my life. It was, uh, Really awesome, really fun. Until the production goes on the road and they want to come through Canada and... If they call me, I'm going to say yes. I'll tell you that right now, Disney. I will say yes. Does that mean you're in the system now? Like, do you think they'll have access to call you if they want you? Yeah, that's exactly what that means. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm on their radar. If they, if they want, if they have a part for me that they think I'd be good for, um, then, then they can call me anytime and, and ask me to come on. That's really cool. Yeah, so I was told, like, even though I didn't get the part, it was really good of me to come and see the New York casting directors because they're the ones who make Mm -hmm. the big decisions, right? So they know me now, and they seemed pretty pleased with me. So who knows? Maybe maybe one day I'll be on Broadway. 
Hamilton. Hamilton. <laughs> it's like mine and Rob's favorite show right now. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. We have two more weeks to actually get to New York and spend $1,000 a ticket yeah. on each until oh, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda leaves. Yeah. Oh. They're switching up the original oh. cast. Yeah. Is that right? So. They've been doing it for a year on Broadway and so all their one-year contracts are expiring. So they're either renewing or he's leaving. His wife in the show, Eliza Hamilton, is also leaving. She's doing... Like, for sure. Not being renewed. They, they are both... They've both said, we're going to go... Th- she's doing another show on Broadway. Okay. And he's going and he's already actually working on music for the next Disney animated movie. Yeah, with wow. The Rock. Yeah, Moana, I think is what yeah, it's called. Yeah, it looks really cool. I yeah. saw a teaser. So he's doing the music, and I think he's probably playing a voice part, but maybe not. Yeah, maybe. But he's for sure doing like lyrics and music. But for isn't there also a movie version of In the Heights, which was his first kind he, of Yeah, he's working on that as well. He's also yeah. uh, doing... Hardworking dude. He's doing a sequel. I don't know if it's a sequel, but a sequel-ish to Mary Poppins. I guess it is a sequel, because it's got her, but Emily Blunt is playing Mary Poppins, and he's playing a different kind of... Chimney Sweeper, the middle British yeah. guy. He's not playing Bert, but he's playing another guy. Okay, cool. Hmm. But yeah, so he's got a lot going on. He's like, yeah. he's basically saying, I need some time to refresh my creative juices. Like he's doing right. not only eight shows a week, and like all the ham for ham stuff that they do yeah. out in front of the the theater on on every day, I guess. Yeah. But like he's just going crazy busy. So he is. He is. He's a hardworking man. Um. Yeah. It would be an absolute honor to be part of that yeah part of that and they're class. well they're doing uh toronto really wants to get a production going chicago mm-hmm. is getting a production going mm-hmm. there's going to be one in los angeles next year i think fun so, fun fact i also auditioned for hamilton this year oh you uh, did cool. just online though uh took a you, took you typed a, it out yep i just i i <laughs> just, just said this is what google yeah. forms <laughs> google i use some really really cool font that's good Com- that's good comic Papyrus, sans. right yeah oh yeah, it's better. Is that, yeah, take full uh, advantage of the uh, thesaurus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So I did that as well. So that you know, and that's like a video submission, I guess. It's a video submission. Yeah, I had to send them an unlisted uh, YouTube video. How did that feel? Is How it weird it to do fe- it in front of a like a camera? Yeah, I totally feed off an audience of some kind. If I, you know, I prefer large audiences, it's kind of weird. I feel like it's kind of backwards, but when I'm in front of a large audience, I feel more comfortable when I'm in front of like a few people, I get more nervous because it's more intimate when I'm in front of a camera, there's like no energy to play off of at all. So you have to, (laughs) Rob was the cameraman. Uh, no, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no energy to play off of. And so you, <laughs> I, I will reiterate that. Uh, yeah. so you have to be the one who, who formulates all the energy for, for it. it it's, it's totally, uh, bizarre, but, yeah. um, I think it was okay. And, and again, it's an, it's a thing that if they see me and because a lot of it is the way that you look, like if you, if they like the way you look, and they think that you will fit in well visually mm-hmm. with the rest of the cast. Plus, you've got and whatever you talent with, they're yeah. looking for. Then they will call you. So I'm. I got my fingers crossed for Aladdin and for uh, for Hamilton. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Good so. Yeah. Keegan, do you have another? Uh, you said you had a game. Or? I do. Yeah. I have a game, and you're going to see my improv skills put to the test right now because I forgot to name it. Oh. The name oh, of the game is. Till death do us quiz. <laughs> that's really bad. That, All right, that's super bad. I'll give do, it to do, him. Do you do you want a mulligan? Do you want to? Yeah, do okay. Here, try it again. How about um, in sickness and those quiz. quiz. <laughs> <laughs> All right, honestly, which one's better? Not neither. I love in both. sickness and quiz. Here we go. Uh, as you may sense. or may not know, Damien's getting married very very soon, which we have not talked about. We have not. Which uh, I was kind of banking on for this game to work. But yeah, I said it now. Damien's getting married soon. And so I thought we'd do like a, a marriage-themed uh, quiz. See how much everybody knows about marriage. Ooh. Team Ottawa has one married guy of yep. two. Mm-hmm. And uh, Damien's soon to be married. So Damien, you'll be playing for the uh, amazing team guests. 
undefeated. I thought you were going to say Team Ottawa had one married guy like total because I was like, yeah, Keegan, yeah. aren't you like? I, Keegan I, I, is yeah. married, and for some reason he doesn't he think doesn't, he's on. He Team Ottawa. Yeah. I'm trying to <laughs> yeah. put that out there, what but I guess is. he's the host. I guess he's he's the host <laughs> of the <laughs> game. Yeah, right yeah, now, I'm sorry, so. you're trying to put it out there. No, I'm trying not to put it out. <laughs> Fans listen. They send me pictures. <laughs> oh, Keegan. Other dogs. Co-face on Snapchat. Dogs. But yeah, that's my Snapchat. No, but I don't play the game. So how's it going to work? I'm going to ask. I'm going to say a fact, and you have to tell me if it's a real marriage fact or if it's a fake marriage fact. So the, all these questions are true, and fal- true or false? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Cool. That would be a better way of saying it. <laughs> uh, as Damien, as team guest, you get to choose if you like to go first or second. I would like to go first. Okay, Damien. Although I have a sneaking suspicion, it will not matter. <laughs> it will not. 80% of all marriages in history were between second cousins or closer. Is that true or false? False. I'm sorry. That is true. That's true. Somehow. I guess so obvious. Yeah. That's there's very been obvious. lots of marriages in the past. Wait, what's happening? Are you guys, cause I've, I listened to the show. So are you guys actually going to win something this time? No, I doubt it. Okay. Uh-huh. Cause the guest very seldom gets it wrong. Little known Keegan, fact. I feel like that was too so, hard. So far zero, zero. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys all met Keegan's great grandmother? No. Have you? Her uh, her, her last name's Garonski. Uh, <laughs> I think it's some kind of I didn't want to joke. say that, but... <laughs> Team Ottawa, what? The word bride comes from an old Germanic word meaning to cook. Is that true or false? I want to say false. Yeah, I want to say false too. False. That is also true, <laughs> according to this website that I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did you did you make Unchecked that website? website? No, no, no. Yeah. That's real. Keegan'sWeddingFacts.com. Wow. Okay. I should have made that. Uh, okay, so zero zero so far. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, Damien. Uh, your question is. Oh, sorry, not your question. The statement is: <laughs> one in seven men will be killed by their spouse. True or false? True. That is true. That's correct. That's terrifying. Sounds crazy that, high. A, there's only four wow. of us here, so I mean, you can you can like tire them out. You can like nag them so much that they just die. Guess, yeah, they I just wonder. like does that count? Who's doing the nagging? The wife? Yeah. Uh, I don't assign gender roles to it. Men I'm not can assigning nag any. Too. Well, of course they can, but that was entrapment just now. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I just that's exactly, that's exactly what that was. Uh, see, I don't care. Care. <laughs> In France, you can marry a dead person. True or false? France is weird, but I'm, I want to say false. You want to say true? No. no, I'll go with false. False. Also true. <laughs> Look at that. Right there. There's a picture of a skeleton and a guy. I was going to... It's definitely real. I was going to say, I know that someone married the Eiffel Tower, and I feel like if you can marry an oh. object... You can mm, marry a dead I remember person. like listening. listening also, to, yeah. what are France's laws on necrophilia? Because like I feel I guess they don't have any. You have to consummate it, right? Yeah. You got uh, it, or else it's not necrophilia valid. is mandatory. How do you consummate with the Eiffel Tower? Oh. Up and well, down. It's very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely painful. Okay. Uh Damien. People in marriages live an average of two years shorter than single people. Is that true or false? I'm gonna say that's false. I'm sorry. That's true. Okay, true as well. There, there's there's a theme to this. Yeah, thing. there is a theme. Okay, these are just are facts you, that he's so reading. So you're just going to keep true. reading questions. Amon okay. and Rob in <laughs> Germany in the 1600s, it was customary to keep a ham in the marriage bed. Is that true or Ooh. false? Oh, that's definitely true. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is false. Oh, ham? oh I'm sorry because I told you the there bed. was a theme to this. <laughs> no I thought for sure. Where, you, theme to this. where did that? So if it's false, like where? Why? Why did someone just randomly think that up? I wrote, Keegan, I wrote Keegan that. Made, yeah. Oh, you yeah. wrote that. I wrote that messed up. Thing. That's what Keegan does. Some they have a ham in the bed right now. Big ham. Uh, I kind of lost score here, but whatever. And Damien, your uh, statement is, um, in one tenth of marriages, a woman will mutilate her husband. True or false? Like, this is really dark. Like this, this is, is very getting dark. super dark. I'm about to get don't married, get married, and you're saying there's a chance I'll be killed or mutilated. Not a chance, a good chance, apparently. Like a really good chance. Yeah. <laughs> nice, um, like accidentally or like it doesn't say. It just says mutilate. I guess both. Either. Ah, yeah. uh, true. I guess true. It's true. Oh, oh my one goodness. in ten men are 
fatally mutilated by their spouse. Fatally what mutilated? That well, then that's, that's oh my hardly God. accidentally then. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> premeditated mutilation. I accidentally pushed her into a blender. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Team Ottawa, final question. A husband and wife cannot go to jail for the same crime. Is that true or false? True. It sounds, no. It sounds false, that's, but they, they haven't, they can't be, they can't like be forced to testify. That's right. That's, but I think they can go to sure. jail for the same, like if they both commit a murder, they yeah, both absolutely. go to jail. Yeah. Well, what, uh, what was the phrase in the question? Yeah. A husband and wife cannot go to jail. Cannot go to jail. Yeah. That's so I would say false. False. Yes. That is correct. <laughs> true. What you what? said is true. Yeah. Correct. What? False is right. Okay. False is, yeah. False is correct. It's it, it a very weird phrasing. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, they can't go to jail for the same They can. They can. They can. They can. It, it was all in the phrasing. It was. Oh, it was all right. you, you, guys, you guys have done this 103 times? Yeah, yep. No, no, no. no, no. no, no. We, don't, it's we only like kicking out of the box like every month. A new uh, uh, degradation of my yeah. psyche. <laughs> <laughs> new development. That's a good way to put it. Degradation. Yeah. Uh, so, Damien, you're getting married. I am getting married. Keith, Damien, man, you final, finished, question, okay. final question. I thought yeah. you just said final question. Final question for Two Damien. Round. Oh. Yeah. Um, Half of but all like marriages. First. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, you won. Half of all marriages end in divorce. The other half end in death. True or oh. false? I guess the whole till death do us part thing. Yeah. I have heard that half of marriages end in divorce. So I'm going to say true. That's true, Damien. You win. Congrats. <laughs> Someone count up the points, guess. please. Yeah. Email us what the score is. I'm not going to claim myself as a winner. I feel like with that game, there were no winners. We're all yeah. losers. You we're all, like, all losers. You feel good now, Damien? You feel I great. I feel fantastic. We're all yeah. winners except for Keegan in this one. All right. I do. Have so, to- Damien, you're getting married. <laughs> I'm sorry, Keegan. <laughs> I just admit I made up uh, all those uh, horrific facts about uh, being married. Wait. So, none of that you made was that real? Thing? Uh, just the Damien questions weren't true. I was trying to get him nervous about getting married. Oh, uh, okay. And so, Damien, so I'm getting married. married. Yeah. 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 I'm getting married. <laughs> this has uh, all been a complete waste. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am getting married uh, and, uh, really excited. Um, proposed to my fiance, Becca, who is also a, a past guest. Yeah. On yeah. Number show. She was on a show before you. Yeah. So like months yeah. before you. <laughs> That's all right. Ladies first, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Gotta be polite. Um, yeah. So we're getting married in August and, um, we are super excited. And something that, something that I feel should be more commonplace that doesn't seem to be when we talk to more people is that we're sharing all of the wedding planning responsibilities. Mm-hmm. We're approaching the wedding as a team, like we do everything else in our life. And so I just never, and nothing, towards like anybody else but i just didn't understand why in like western society it was assumed that the bride is the one who plans the wedding and the the guy just shows up day up it just seems unfair to the bride well what's your response to that rob yeah rob uh, i just want to say were you even at your wedding i don't <laughs> even know if I you feel showed like up i attended more than julia did <laughs> That's uh, true. the wedding itself <laughs> yes. sure. um uh, so for me my experience was i didn't i got i would have been fine having like a city hall yeah. wedding and then maybe like a reception with close friends and stuff yeah but julia like julia is the only daughter in her family and mm-hmm. so her mom really wanted to make this very very special and was like gung-ho she actually like went back she had retired and went back to work to help pay for some of it oh my gosh and so she she took like a huge lead planning it with julia so i i helped out in things where i could but really i felt totally useless for most of it and like when we got to the venue i hadn't seen any of the stuff like i didn't even i wasn't even asked about it i wasn't part of the decision (laughs) like i went for the food tasting so like i I was there for that but it was like like the complete opposite of you but but it was her and her mom that were working on it wasn't like so she asked me and i was like nah. it was more of like a a mother-daughter bonding thing it was taken away from me they went and did their shopping for fabrics and Hmm. obviously the dress was all kind of without me but yeah. yeah. So how do you feel about that though? Like as I feel we I felt really weird. It felt like, like was it like they didn't trust you enough to have any input? Oh, like, that's definitely was, it. Yeah, that yeah. must have been it, right? I, I'm I sorry, wouldn't, I wouldn't trust Rob with that. I don't no. I don't mean to shatter your image. No, because I wouldn't have I would oh, not have been have able to throw 
anywhere near. I wouldn't have thrown one percent of the party that they put together. It was a nice party. It was. It was a nice party. So I was I was happy to let them take care of it. They really enjoyed that process. You know how I know it was a nice party? There were napkins made out of linen. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that it, what it means? To have put a that nice on my party? lap. That's all it means. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. Good enough. That easy. How, how does this compare to you, Keegan? You're uh, also a married man. I think it was, yeah, it was more of a, a safety thing. Uh, I'm sorry. I think I'm just uh, my wife doesn't <laughs> trust me and trust me enough to. Keegan do is it. a known prankster. Yeah. If he had any involvement, <laughs> yeah. the wedding would have been a disaster. I think if you couldn't tell from the previous game, yeah, I really, uh, I really enjoy ruining things. That's my favorite thing to do. Uh, and so uh, I think we both kind of realized it would be a uh, nightmare. It'd be very hard for me not to try to do something or make something intentionally bad or stupid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You have like peanut brittle on every table and they open it and it's a snake. <laughs> yeah, that's Keegan. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so bring it back to you, Damien. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, you, uh, you're tag teaming this. Uh, so you're Actually, a bit like more involved. Turn of phrase, but yeah, yeah, uh, we're, we are, <laughs> we are, uh, we are approaching this, uh, equal, equal parts, Good equal stuff. halves. And where, what's the, uh, wedding venue? The wedding venue is Billings Estate. Yep. Which is a very nice, uh, historical property in Ottawa. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it actually, I was there last week, actually a week ago today. We went there just to check up on things, make sure it still existed. And, uh, <laughs> you put your deposit down, you gotta, yeah. you know, yeah. um, Anyway, so we read this plaque that it was actually this wealthy man from Massachusetts who had come up and built um, built the house in the style of like New England houses hmm. architecture yeah. at the time. Phil Billings? I don't think was I don't think Billings was. The, Phil? I don't even Jill know. Billings. I think Billings was in the name. I mm. thought it was. Was it Billings? I thought it was Gary Billings. Billings. I don't think it was Phil, Gary, or Jill, but um, Yusuf Billings. Yep, yep. Okay. Yeah, Yusuf. Definitely Yusuf. <laughs> um, anyway, Why? so it was. Uh, yeah, so we we chose it because uh, it's a nice, quaint property. It's going to be an outdoor ceremony. Um, we're really hoping that there will be uh, the weather will. Uh, cooperate yeah i checked the almanac Damn. i think you're good you checked uh, the almanac yeah it's like 10 percent chance of yep. rain and when was your 80th birthday uh 80 years ago <laughs> ah yeah okay so he's 160 so why the billings estate why billings estate because it's uh just beautiful um and uh it for the purpose of our theme that we're trying to pull off uh which is like a, a vintage garden party wedding um we thought that it would be a good place why are you snickering <laughs> the garden party right, i'm just that was the a office. theme that was arrived no, at no, by no. both people contributing okay you go, i'm not, <laughs> that's I'm not a just watch the office. people contributing if you've watched the office <laughs> yeah we, we are gonna have to get that book we instantly jim thought a. of uh jim uh, uh yeah james trickington yeah and james and his garden party etiquette book oh yes there it is so we're gonna be book and yeah. he makes yeah. dwight follow it for those of you who don't you have to announce all, all of, the guests yeah all kinds of crazy and for the record it was bradish billings bradish i was close you said no? was pretty i said close radish brillings come on <laughs> you didn't say that you said uh, radish yeah radish brillings that's pretty close okay uh so wedding planning more or less it's going well you yeah. know one thing that i would have to say is that like i said becca and i are sort of teaming up on this and uh we have our vision. We have, we, we know what we want to go on. Um, and we just, when, when we got engaged and we started planning, we were just like, Oh yeah, it'll be fine. Because like, we're really, we try to be a supportive couple of one another, very little drama between us. And we, and so we were like, yeah, it'll be great. It'll be really fun to do together. But we didn't account for our families wanting to like have very strong input into the day. And so uh, it's kind of turned into something slightly different than what we um, originally envisioned, but it's, uh, and it's almost purely in because of, uh, because of family input, but uh, we're going to try and make it, make it happen. But it's really hard. And, and the more people I talk to, the more it comes out that like your parents, think that the day is about them Mm -hmm. and so they really try to push for what they want maybe they have some regrets about their wedding day and they want to just like want to do over and they're going to live vicariously Mm -hmm. through you that's something that we've uh been struggling um so it's really hard to try and keep everything sort of on that narrow path of what we actually want from it 
But, right. um, but it's fun. And at this point, we have a lot of the big stuff taken care of. Hopefully, it'll be a really fun day and people will enjoy it. Um, we just have uh, different like little things like decor and stuff to take care of uh, at this point. Okay. Uh, and so as obviously a, a, not just a member of the band, but, but, but a singer yourself, uh, are you tempted to just be your own band? I was tempted to be my own band. <laughs> and you know what, boys? I like... I really tried to make a case for it. <laughs> I, I legitimately did. did. How do you dance to, when you're the singer? Do you well, bring here's the, the thing. Like there? my whole thing was like, uh, we're probably not going to see each other anyway because there's so many people mm-hmm. that like we're not going to yeah. even you know it's you know. But she was just like, well, I'd like to dance with my husband on our wedding day, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I guess that that was a good enough reason for you, me to you give can it. get a clip so, on Mike though, right? Yeah. Oh, most definitely. But a, a couple of days ago, <laughs> Justin Bieber does it all the time. There you go. You were saying a couple of days ago that you want we're going to talk, like spend quality time with each person that was at your wedding. I, wanted I promise to, you, yeah. you will not. Yeah, I wanted to, happen. but you said that I could. You it's calculated impossible. it. You could spend with ninety seconds with each person, and that's it. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, you wanted to. Well, yeah. actually, Becca and I have sort of a half strategy to address that situation. Mm. Groups, clones. Is that what it is? I want to make a no. point not to Even talk better. Here. You're going to, yeah. okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, but going back to the band, uh, yeah. Sons of Pluto will be performing like a 30 minute set okay. during the reception. Oh, wow. yeah. That's nice. Yeah. During, including you? The, including oh, yes. Oh, wow. yes. Including I really want to see Amon sing. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll sing. Yeah. That's it. I, I've, I've, For the first dance. Yeah. Obviously. I was saying once or once before, I think. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. <laughs> Sons uh, of Pluto so- featuring Yusuf Billings. <laughs> Yusuf Billings <laughs> is your stage name. The ghost of Yusuf Billings. <laughs> I'll take it. That's all right. Uh, so we're we're over time. Yeah. But, oh, I'm I, sorry, boys. I, I, that's okay. Uh, we could end this anytime. <laughs> but um, I do want to talk about one thing. Uh, so a lot of people like we we like to talk a bit about Ottawa, and we have talked mm. about Ottawa with you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We talked about, but, but we talked about neat spots yeah. with a lot of people. Sure. But one of the things that you wrote in your pre-interview forum was a recent explosion of great foodie spots yeah which makes me think you're not just talking about the old staples you're talking about new new stuff so so what are some hot new spots for food new spots. Uh, uh hot new spots for food um so just in general over the, over the past like two three years yeah ottawa has become more of a foodie town i would say definitely um a lot more to offer um <clears throat> i really like pure kitchen right now it's a great vegetarian and vegan uh restaurant and just in general, I think Ottawa has gotten a lot of uh, great vegetarian and vegan places to eat, mm-hmm. um, if that's the way that you choose to eat. I'm still a meat eater, but I do very much enjoy vegetarian vegan cuisine. Um, Dotson is really good, which is on Elgin, right beside El Camino, which is also really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are both the names of cars, and they are both <laughs> uh, they are both owned by the same people. Dotson is more of an Asian fusion kind of place, and uh, El Camino is like a Mexican uh, fusion kind of place. I just went yesterday to uh, Sensote on Bank Street and Slater, mm-hmm. which is a really good ramen place. Okay. Oh, cool. And I'm going to tell you right now, it kicks Ginza or like Tao out of the water. Okay. Wow. It's, okay. uh, it's actually... Um, it's based in Toronto, I think, and they opened up a restaurant here. One thing that I noticed was that they were incredibly efficient. Like from the time I got in to sat down to had my food in front of me and was eating, it was less than 10 minutes. Well, uh, it's three minutes to boil noodles, right? That's yeah. all. It and that's all they had to do. <laughs> yeah. It's Mr. For those noodles. of you who don't know, ramen is just noodles. It's Mr. Boiled. Noodles. Right? I've been looking for a good ramen place. Go to Sensote. Oh, yeah. It's really good. Cool. Uh, and, um, little Italy always has some, some really great spots. I've never been to salt, but I heard it's good and expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Salty. <clears throat> I, I've, I've, I've heard a lot of good things about the place, but yeah. every time I walk by, it's, it's strangely like empty. empty, right? Yeah. 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 We've it's walked haunted. by and heard some not great singing coming out of right. there. Julia, oh. Julia does not want to go to Salt. I think it might be because Angelina Jolie was in a movie called Salt. That, yeah, that honestly very could be it. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> very. She doesn't like Angelina Jolie. <clears throat> okay. Um, yeah, but right. so a lot of a lot of great places to to eat in so. Ottawa. And soon enough, there'll be a pure kitchen on Elgin. There is a pure mm. kitchen on Elgin. I it ate o- there last week. It opened. Yeah. 
Uh, that's the old Maxwell's, right? That's the old Maxwell's, yeah. yeah. And soon enough, though, there will be another uh, Whalesbone on Elgin. Oh, I heard, yeah. Which I've never been to Whalesbone before. Me neither. Oh, it's literally like a block away from me. Like, yeah. Never yeah. Been. But, but uh, uh, so go right. to that. Cool. Yeah. Well, good stuff. So with that, we'll... Uh, well, well, first of all, we'll give you a chance to promote yeah, it. Why don't promote? you tell us the name so, of the EP? Sure. Where, I suppose we haven't talked yeah, about that. All of it. So um, the EP for Sons of Pluto is coming out this week. It'll be ready uh, July. Sorry, this is June. It'll be ready <laughs> June 24th. Um, and it is called The Age I'm In. Um, it is, uh, I wrote in a little blurb that we'll have prepared for online distribution that it is basically representative of the time that all the band members are in time of great change as we transition from irresponsible pseudo adulthood to full on adulthood and, uh, sort of the things that go on during that period. And so it's called the age I'm in. Um, and, uh, yeah, look out for that. We'll probably be playing some shows around town. Um, I'm getting married in August, so your well wishes are very well received. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> that's basically it for me. Like there's, I, I've had a yeah, very like studios. front heavy, front heavy year. So yeah, the, yeah. the rest of the Once year I'm done. You're right I'm, now. Yeah, I'm coasting, but yeah. So, uh, gallery studios is where sons of Pluto recorded, um, the age I'm in shout out to Dean Watson, fantastic guy and an amazing producer. Um, so that's uh, Gallery Studios. Really, really great. I would highly recommend it. Okay. And the EP release party is at press, but it's sold out. It is at press, but it is sold out, yeah. Is there an after party or anything, or is it just... Um, it will probably happen spon- sp- spontaneously. Okay. We we have not planned an after party, mm-hmm. but right. um, it'll be a bunch of great people who I'm sure will want to keep the good times rolling. So, okay. um, yeah, it is at press on Gladstone, which is a fantastic spot. Um, right. and it's, uh, from eight till 11. And uh, Sons of Pluto on social media slash interwebs. Yes. No. Uh, Don't say interwebs. That, yes, that sounds like an address. There. You know what? I actually took that slash. quote from episode 15. You said at interwebs. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've changed since uh, then, Amon. Uh, I hate the term interwebs. Not really. Now. Not uh, what's the website? Uh, www.sonsofpluto.com. I actually be helping you. You don't need the www. All right. Just Sons of Pluto. Just Google Sons of Pluto and you'll have everything that you need. Mm-hmm. All right. There you go. Uh, Rob, where can the <laughs> listeners find us? The listeners can head to ottawapodcast.com and you can see our satirical news pieces that we do for Ottawa News. You can also see past episodes. We'll, we'll include links to, to BL's episode, which Brian's episode we talked about, number 86, will include a link to, to number 15. So Becca number five. Back when... It, Probably not Becca, but oh. maybe. I'll, I'll throw Becca in there. Oh my gosh. No, we barely That's my future it. wife, man. <laughs> we barely referenced it. But, uh, oh but you can go, yeah, it? you can head to <laughs> the, the episode. Keep, keep it going. Oh, man, keep it, we're over time. <laughs> this has been out of what? Okay. So, Keegan, anything left to say? Yeah, both my brothers Snapchatted me separately, and I'm concerned there's something wrong. Great. <laughs> Did you check? So I'll, no. I'll let you deal with that. Yeah, but you. yes, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook, Stitcher Radio, iTunes. Uh, mail us at mail at ottawapodcast.com. I want to know Keegan's Snapchat let's again. Let's not. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's close it out with Damien saying Ottawa. Ottawa. Yeah. Beauty. Hitting that brown note.